You're listening to RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. The views and opinions expressed by our guests, hosts, and or DJs do not, we repeat, do not reflect the official policy or position of RGV Titan Radio, our affiliates, or our sponsors. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956. Welcome back to the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We are your hosts. I am Will. And I'm Bob. And let's get weird with it, bro. Dude, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, back from a little uh, hiatus uh, to uh, not only celebrate the incoming new year, but to uh, kick properly kick out the previous year. And I got to say, man, uh, this new year has started out with a bang and I already want my money back. Man, we couldn't get a whole week, man. <laughs> we we it would wouldn't it have been nice to like as as weird and fucked up as this year's gonna be because it's gonna get weird. It's gonna get it, weird. It, it would have been nice if like in November we could have been like y'all remember how that first week was real quiet. Like, <laughs> yeah, we all got a six hundred dollar check. Like yeah. everything yeah. was cool, and then like a bunch of hillbillies decided to try to start a civil war. Yeah, like, and then like it, it's funny because they keep talking about how oh uh, they're gonna turn it into Venezuela. I'm like, nope, you guys did. <laughs> like that was all you. Yep. <laughs> like, nobody. We didn't. And it's one of those like like oh well, clearly Antifa disguised themselves as 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 MAGA supporters and I'm like yeah Antifa would have worn masks they they wouldn't have been so stupid as to put their fucking faces out there like holy shit not only that they would not have been dumb enough to you know make social media put themselves on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff and tag themselves insurrection at the like they were, t- they were hashtagging the riot. They were, like, yeah. they were telling everybody that they were gonna do it. And like yeah. I've been telling people, man, I was like, you know what? Like 2020 sucked, but at least it didn't ruin your favorite band. <laughs> like God damn, what a fucking crying shame that was, dude. Well, we won't, like, we won't get into that right now, man. But, but I, I hear you, man. Like, I'm not a big Iced Earth fan. Like, I mean, it's not because I don't like them. It's because I never really uh, uh, listened to them a lot. But I'll tell you one thing, man. If, if somebody that has had such a huge impact on, on, on a person... And then you realize that they're a total creep and asshole. Like, what the hell does that do to your psyche, dude? Like, Bro, I remember, I remember when I found out about Bill Cosby, dude. That, that fucked me up yeah. so bad. Like, okay, so like even like now, dude. I bought I bought this shirt like at Target the other day. It's got like all six. Yeah, well, it's wrong because it's it's supposed to be WrestleMania seven. Like, uh. it's, 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 <laughs> it's Macho Man versus Warrior, and um. like. Like, I fucking, I loved Ultimate Warrior, but then, you know, you see that video of him, like, saying all these horrible things, and it's like, God, that sucks. And, and, like, I'm sure in a few years, like, I'll be okay listening to Iced Earth, but, like, you have to understand, bro, 
they've been my favorite band. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, it's been an easy answer when somebody's like, what's your favorite band? Like I start like it's super quick. I have shown that band to anybody that would ever listen to it. Like, I don't care if you like the music. No, no, no. Hear this song. Like I would show it to everybody and like you showed me that you showed me and it was i mean i i, I really enjoyed it man i i really did it it's really really good music like like straight up dude like like uh uh awesome awesome metal music dude yeah and, and like and, and then to see that you're the one who sent it to me uh, you're like i don't know if that's him and i'm like that's him like yeah. John, like John Schaefer, the guitar player and primary writer of everything, was at fucking the Capitol, like raiding the building with the rest of those fucking creeps. Uh, and this this guy has written. I always knew he leaned more towards the right. I felt he uh, was kind of a little bit of a libertarian. Yeah, but like everything he sang about was just so anti-corruption, anti-fascism, like destroy those who would like hold down the human spirit. And I'm and like. I've with him like dude worked so much to me that like I've I've decided very early on in life that like when I die I wanted I want one of their lyrics inscribed on my urn. And like that's how important this band was to me. And like here I come to find out the other day that like all the fucking things he was talking about he meant me and the rest of my poor friends like fuck you dude. <laughs> like, go fuck yeah. yourself you white piece of nothing dude it's a good like, thing you live long enough to see this then i i i did and like the the worst part is is like like i used to be friends with a local dickheaded dj who i tried getting him to play ice earth on his <clears throat> rock station Mm-hmm. All the fucking time, and he never did. And now I have this awful feeling that he's gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna bring, start playing. <laughs> he's, he's gonna bring them down here. He's gonna bring them down here and have his shitty band open for them. And like, I'm gonna have to sit it out because fuck him. That's why. <laughs> like for real. Like on some very real. I know John Schaefer doesn't listen to our little movie podcast, but if there's any Ice Earth fans out there who know me and know that they're my favorite band without hesitation, fuck John Schaefer right now. Like, fuck him in the ass. I hope they catch him. They're looking for him right now. And if anybody's curious, he owns his own store in Indiana called Spirit of 1776. He might be hiding there. I hope you find him. (laughs) Like, fuck him, dude. dude, Like, I have this romanticized vision. I know you don't agree with me. Like, this is one of the things that we don't agree on. But I have this romanticized vision of, of, of USA and and of the U.S. government and its inner workings and how it works, and it really offended me to to my core to see those people go into my freaking uh, United States Capitol and deface it like that. Yeah, with uh, with uh, Confederate flags and tearing down American flags and put up Trump flags. Like, yeah, nah, dude, this is my America, motherfucker. Like, like, nah, you don't mess with my America like that, yeah, dude. dude America disgusting. has its problems. America has its problems, but but you know. We love our country enough to point out those problems and try to fix them. Uh-uh. Yeah, you don't dude. do it that way, bro. Like it's fucking stupid, man. I'm all, I'm all for um I'm all for revolution, but not because you're not getting it your way. Yeah, not because you lost like, an election, dude. Like, come on, dude. Like, I like, was plenty pissed off that Donald Trump won the first time, dude. I didn't want to go burn down fucking buildings and and, no and capital buildings. 
I didn't want to do that shit. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to 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 uh, uh, spread the word, spread facts, spread knowledge, get people to to get up and 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 do the right thing, dude. That's what I wanted to do. What they need to do is set a fucking precedence and have him thrown into jail. Like that yeah. piece of garbage excuse for a fucking president deserves to be in prison for like, I'm sorry, he did, and I'm all, I'm all for you being wanting to disagree and stuff like that. But if you can if you can stand there and still support that asshole, you're fucking disgusting. I can. Like you're a gross excuse for a human I being. I can, dude. man. You know, like and there, like, there are still people on my on my feed. I'm not going to name any names, but there are still some people that not only support him, but you know, they're like, yeah, it's wrong, but. You know, I have I have fucking I have relatives, man, that are like, well, what do you expect to happen when you commit voter fraud? I'm like, there's no evidence of voter fraud. You know what? (laughs) God damn it, man! I got I got nothing. I was like, are are you? I was like, are you not ashamed, dude? Like, what the with this nada? Like, goddamn! Like, I'm ashamed to know you and be related to you. Well, anyway, with that being said, man, let's move on from our little from our little soapbox. I'll get off now, and uh, let's talk about what we do uh, uh, at the beginning of every show. And we're going to talk about what we, uh, well, for the last couple of weeks at least, uh, what we yeah. entertainment we engorged in uh, uh, over the uh, the Christmas break and New Year's break, man. What did what did you uh, partake in, my friend? Oh, I saw uh, Sam Raimi's Wonder Woman '84. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though, man? I or adored Ted Raimi, it. I mean, Pedro Pascal. My favorite movie. <laughs> Patty liked it a lot. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, and I, I get a lot of people are complaining about it. Uh, ironically, everybody's complaining about the things in Wonder Woman '84 that they so just loudly revere in Marvel movies. Yeah. Everything you love about a Marvel movie, they did in Wonder Woman 84, and everybody hated it. And people are full of shit. People are, <laughs> are I'm sorry, people are totally full of shit. It's a fun movie. It's I, a, I guarantee it, you, I guarantee you, dude, if they would have seen it in a theater, it would have been way different and people would have liked it more. I, I imagine they would have. Because that movie is straight up made for theater. And I'll tell you what, man. uh, I saw it twice, right? So I watched it the first time. I didn't really like it. And I was really upset at myself for not liking it, right? Because I absolutely adored the first movie. And that's one of the problems. That's one of the problems with it. It's not the first one. It's not the first one. So damn good dude that no man's land scene was yeah. better than anything marvel ever did dude yeah straight I up agree. i i i i very much believe that wonder woman was one of the best things dc has ever done was the yeah. first one and next, i love the next to man of steel At yeah me, bro yeah right <laughs> it's right up there with batman v superman what the fuck are yeah. you gonna do about it put it on your podcast anyway <laughs> um I'm such a bitch. But such like, a bitch. I'm, I'm such a bitch. But like, <laughs> no, I, I adored. Dude, I laughed. I, I fucking cried. I was engaged in it. The fact that that you had fucking 30 episodes or 20 episodes with, or however many it was, with Pedro Pascal in The Mandalorian and you only showed his face three times. What an actor that fucking guy is. Right? Like, holy shit, he was so good. Like, you have no idea what a little bitch I cried at when he, like, talks to his son. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, Which, come on, dude, that's not his son, dude. That's not his son. Fuck no, God, no. (laughs) That kid is, like, related to, like, the casting director or something. Yeah. (laughs) No, man, like, 
I'm not like, taking anything away from the kid's performance, but no, on. he he was he, every, <laughs> he was every, good. But come on, everybody everybody was so good in the movie, yeah. and like I don't I don't understand what people wanted because this was like I understand some grievances with the film. I understood like the CGI with Cheetah at the end. I get that. Uh, I personally thought Kristen Wiig was amazing. I was like, dude, dude she's okay. great. Hold, like, up. Hold up, man. Hold up, man. Like, okay. I have never, ever found Kristen Wiig attractive. <laughs> never. I thought that she was one of the, I thought, I still think she's one of the most talented actresses in Hollywood today. And I think that her her acting chops and her ability far exceeds her, uh, uh, like, keeping her in the uh the comedic box like she can do everything right seeing her in this movie just like changed my entire perspective of her because yeah. good god did she look good i remember turning to my wife and i was like did you know Kristen wig was hot <laughs> <laughs> like wow look at yeah. her man like like, I mean, the whole it, it, thing of her t- turning into an actual cheetah, I thought was kind of miffed. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. but um, you know, like I was <laughs> scared that they were going to turn her into Jim Carrey's The Riddler, or so or uh, a Jamie Fox Electro. I was you worried know? about it too. I was like, they're going to turn her into a hokey like dork of a character, and yeah. like that's because my my then like Patty's like, okay, I don't know shit about the DC universe. Like, is this how cheetah like? comes about and I'm like, no, 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 no. She's <laughs> no. a cunt from the mascara. Like, I don't yeah. know what, what they're, this is a whole different story. Like, I have no idea what they're doing here. Yeah. And like for them to go like the amazing stories route and like, like it's, it's practically a monkey's paw. Like it's yeah. like the movie could have been called Wonder Woman and the monkey's paw. Yeah. Like it was so cool. I thought it was super fucking cool. I saw that. And, um, because now I have HBO Max, uh, uh, and I have an addiction, and it's HBO Max. Uh, I've been watching a fuck ton of the the animated movies. Uh, I watched. Oh yeah, uh, they they I, just they just threw in a whole new batch of animated. I, movies. Yeah, dude, I watched Justice League Dark for the first time. I hadn't seen that one. That was amazing. Uh, um, I've been showing them to my wife. We watched The Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two the other day. That's uh, good. Peter Weller as Batman. Oh, it was great. You know what I did see also, and I, I had never given it the time of day. I just never watched it. Uh, uh, Shazam. Oh, yeah. And, like, the, the fact that, like, this is why I know there's a bias uh, in the media when it comes to... Um, Here we go. Yeah, I know. Right? Fake, <laughs> fake news. The mainstream media. <laughs> no, when, when I mean media, I mean, like, movie reports. Um uh. uh, I, I have I used to joke about it, but now I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that Disney pays for their reviews because nobody talked about Shazam. Like nobody talked about what an adorable kids movie that is. Isn't it great? I was like, why didn't I, like I had I known this was this good, I would have taken like my stepkids to go see it. Yeah. Like it's, I, it's it was it was really it was a, a big surprise for me because I I know absolutely nothing about Shazam, but yeah. watching the movie just like I I loved it I loved it I I know a fuck ton about Shazam and like that's why I didn't I wasn't interested in seeing it <laughs> I was like hey, it's it's Wonder Woman with Superman powers it's fine and like <laughs> uh, 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 hey hold, hold on one second uh, hey 
get me uh, hot Fritos, please. Thank you. Yeah, I asked for some hot Fritos. My wife's going to the store. Uh, uh, Kelly, give me a double cheeseburger with no guys, cheese or burger. You ain't getting no cheeseburger. <laughs> you ain't getting no cheeseburger. You ain't getting no cheese. You ain't getting no cheese. You ain't getting no burger. You want but, to uh, that? <laughs> you can have you can have an imaginary shake too but um yeah dude i was like the fact that nobody talked about what a fun movie this was like it's so good for teenagers it's so fun for little kids mm-hmm. like it's fun it's action filled i love the idea of, of like i love the way they played off the whole like little kid stuck in a superhero's body yeah. like, that's exactly was, what a kid would do yeah it was and they even made fun of the fact that it's freaky friday with a superhero like it's yeah. fun and i'm like i heard nothing i heard less than nothing about this movie and like fuck you dude that was more fun than that was as fun as guardians of the galaxy like yeah. for for me guardians of the galaxy is like the the pinnacle of marvel movies like it don't get it didn't get any better than that that and fucking um thor ragnarok like yeah i was like that's as fun as you can possibly have with a superhero movie without turning it into fucking 60s batman like it's fun. It's a good time. And no one talked about Shazam. And I'm like, you guys are full of shit. Like, <laughs> give, me a fuck, give me a fucking break. Like, I, everybody's already talking about how much they hated Snyder's cut of Justice League. It's not even out yet. <laughs> I know. People are already complaining about that. People are already complaining. It's going to be four hours. I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, don't. don't. Yeah, like, don't. man. Like, did you watch The Irishman? Sure did. Go fuck yourself. Like, oh my god, dude! Somebody up. on the somebody on the internet is is like is making fun of Zack Snyder for making a, 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 a extended cut of his Justice League, dude. How how the hell am I ever going to enjoy it? No shit. Like, I'm gonna watch it anyway. And you know what yeah. else? I don't give a fuck about The Irishman. I've been on quarantine for almost a fucking year. I still don't have time to watch it. <laughs> so I watched. Um, I watched Soul for the first time yesterday. How is and, that? Oh, oh! By the way, by the way, uh, I'm just gonna gonna mention this and then move on. But they put the last three seasons of Criminal Minds on Hulu, and me and my oh. wife are currently currently binging that because we left on season twelve, right? Oh, I feel you. And and, and it ended on a cliffhanger, and they didn't they didn't even have uh the seasons on cbs and i paid for a month of cbs just so that i can check out whether they had it there and they didn't so fuck you cbs thank you hulu i've i've never um watched criminal minds my wife likes it right now uh we because we've been digging through everything hbo max and like Uh, it's so stressful I just picture you coming out of your house like Quagmire with one arm, just like gigantic, huge. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to watch. Like, stop, dude. There's like so much, and you feel guilt. Like when you actually finally pick something, you feel guilty about not picking the other thing. Yeah, and it, it's super weird because like we, we, like our thing to watch when we can't figure out what to watch uh-huh. uh, has always been The Office. We just put The Office on. And like Netflix was like, sorry, you got to go to fucking Peacock. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. Like, that's all right. Like if somebody I, have, had- I, I actually I actually subscribed to Peacock just so that I could watch the Saved by the Bell show. Yeah, which was really good. Me, if somebody wants to give me their Peacock, I'll use it. But I am not paying for Peacock. <laughs> like it's the same thing. I was like, I'm not going to pay for HBO Max. Like a, a friend of mine, like put me on their on on their plan. And I'm like, OK, like, fuck, I'll use it. 
And I started using it and just like, I forget I have Prime. Like, uh, bro, I, I have Prime with with AMC Plus, Shutter, IFC Midnight, Stars, and Showtime. <laughs> and yeah, like, you're already paying like cable, like cable. Yeah, price, and like I can't stop watching HBO. <laughs> like, and now, now she's, the one thing you get for free. <laughs> yeah, and like now she discovered that Big Bang Theory is on HBO Plus, so now we oh, just yeah. like. Oh yeah. We leave the big bang theory. I I know that like Yes, I know it's nerd blackface. I still enjoy it. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna I don't know if I'd compare it to blackface, but like I, it's it's definitely nerd pandering. And yeah. like, you know what though? Suck a dick. It works. It, it works. It works it works for me, so, dude. Like so anyway, I'm, man, back back to soul, dude. So uh we started watching it, right? My wife and uh, I. And uh, like within ten minutes, she called the end of the movie, and I'm like, "God damn it, dude! Like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me, man?" And then the end of the movie came, and it was like that, but they did it in a way that was so it felt fresh, like it felt yeah. good, like the ending actually felt. I mean, it was a cliche ending, right? But I don't know how Pixar does it, dude. Like they know, they made it so damn charming and so damn uh, I, I guess for lack of a better term realistic in the yeah, way it yeah. ended, you know. And I, I um, the music is phenomenal, the voice acting is phenomenal. Uh, Jamie Fox and uh, um, and a bunch of other uh, uh, what's her name um, the chick from Thirty Rock, the one with the glasses. Tina Fey. Uh, Tina Fey, yeah. Oh, Those okay. two have chemistry. That, like nobody's business, dude. Like they're so That's good together. Awesome. That's awesome, yeah, dude. Man. So uh, I love, Disney I love Plus, a good Pixar movie. I, I haven't watched one in forever. Like I, I well, no bullshit. I watched. Um... Uh, the Crudes a while back. I think that's a DreamWorks movie, though. Yeah, that's not a that's not a, 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 a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's not a Disney movie. And it's funny because like you could tell uh, a, a CG animated movie is not a Disney movie just by its premise. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like, I was seriously, like, I'm like, sure that's like a DreamWorks one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, you're making another Minions movie with a bunch of little cute characters. Okay, yeah. You know, and then Pixar is like, all right, you know what? Um, yeah, we made that movie about cars, but let's make this movie about a guy dying and trying to, you know, <laughs> and and learning the meaning of life through death. OK, let's do that. OK, like you can have your get... little your little cavemen uh, over here, you know, it's time oh, to man. get really sad. Like, yeah. I've been my my stepdaughter uh, just turned nine and like. She's getting to that age where, like, she's she's um, coming into her interests and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to find her. Uh, she likes to read, so I'm trying to find her young reader books, and like, me and my wife are kind of like going through stuff, like trying to find figure stuff out because she likes. She's so weird because she likes scary stuff, but she doesn't like to be scared. <laughs> so so like yeah i can't i can't buy her like she won't read a goosebump if it show her scary, show she... her nukes top five <laughs> okay and like here's the thing we watch um video game videos sometimes on youtube yeah. uh -huh. and we watch we watch this one guy named ohm wrecker and he plays dead by daylight and friday the 13th mm -hmm. and we showed her friday the 13th the game 
And she's like, this is the silliest shit I've ever seen in my life. But try and put on the movie and she'll have and a she, panic attack. Wow. She will flip. That is that is out. that is hard to do. You know what, man? Uh you you've you've told me that story. Uh and I I, I will say this. Watch Soul. And you will appreciate it even more because you are going through that situation of trying to trying to uh, uh, give your stepdaughter uh, something to be interested in. Soul yeah. is right up your alley, dude. Straight up. Yeah, like we so. we bought. I bought her a book called. Uh, she likes zombies, but she's terrified of zombie movies. <laughs> uh, so I bought her this book called The Last Kids on Earth, uh-huh. and, and it's a it's like a young reader's book. It's supposed to be a fun book about um, the last kids on Earth in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, so I'm like, dude, right, uh, I think that. I think Rick Baker has a has a book, or they 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 wrote a book about Rick Baker. It's like a picture book that mm. shows his uh like all the stuff that he did throughout his career, uh-huh. and it's like it's like it's like one of those t- coffee table books. See, um, you know, something I like something, that. I bet something like that she'd really like. Like she likes yeah. to know how how things work. Yeah, like she's she's I, I we bought her like, um. Like it was some sort of like little robot unicorn thing, but it's from some company called VTech. And oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Was, she was so fucking hyped that it was from VTech. Yeah, and VTech like, is the shit. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking up VTech stuff, and I'm like, it's all little like robot toys. So she's into yeah. like robots and stuff. So. Yeah, man. They even have they even have uh, little toys that like you you uh, you buy the kit, and it's a robot. It's like a robot, like a robotic dog or robotic cat, and you buy the mm-hmm. kit. And you put it together. Yeah. Like it yeah. doesn't come and they, you you can program it. You, know, you connect it to your computer and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man. So like speaking of scary stuff, man, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start off the year uh, a little, a little unorthodox. Um, I've been, I've been wanting to talk about this thing for a while. And uh, what we're going to do today, ladies and gentlemen, on the Movie Know It All podcast, the first Movie Know It All podcast episode of uh, 2021 is we're going to talk about, uh, Hollywood, urban myths and legends, and um, we're gonna go deep, take a deep dive into the myths and legends of Hollywood, and uh, from murder to spirits to missing persons, we're gonna walk into the seedier side of the glitz and glamour of town and the film industry. So, with that being said. We stop that because we don't have I don't have the money to hire an engineer, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're a very gonna, small radio station. Yeah, we're a very small. <laughs> can, I tell, can I tell you something though? Yes, sir. I fucking hate that song. Do you now? It's Why is that? Because it mortifies me. Isn't it? it it's Isn't to it? The, to this day the unsolved mysteries theme. It just sends the wrong chills up my back, dude. <laughs> like my my whole life, I cannot fall asleep if that show is on. If I hear that music, it will wake me up and it will fuck up my sleep. Like I'm Join so. Us. Maybe you can help solve a mystery, bro. Like <laughs> it's just fucking Robert Stack's creepy voice telling me about a bunch of people who vanished and nobody knows what happened to them. <laughs> Like, fuck that show, dude. Like, you're like, how are you ever in a comedy movie? <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, he's so fucking mortifying. And let me go ahead and, like, say something real quick. If you ever get a chance to watch Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, don't. 
It's not the same thing. It doesn't. No, it's not. It's, it's a, you know, you know what ruined Unsolved Mysteries for me, and uh, I mean, I appreciate that they brought it back, and I appreciate the mysteries that they put on the show. Like, I'm not hating I, on. I, I'd appreciate it sorry they got weird with it. But you know what, dude? YouTube videos have ruined me on that stuff, dude. Like the 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 people who put out uh, uh, ghost ghost videos and mystery videos and stuff like that, like Nukes Top Five, Nukes and Top uh, Five is better than Unsolved Mysteries and, and Slapped Ham and stuff like that, dude. Like those like those short snippet videos are are just are have taken over for Unsolved Mysteries for me, dude. And yeah. I can't watch an hour long episode on one case. Yeah, you know. It's boring. It's really yeah. fucking dull. But like, we're gonna talk about some unsolved mysteries when it comes to the movie world. So I'll get it started, man. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, do some pretty pretty uh, 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 get into some pretty popular myths. And I kind of also want to delve into some uh, lesser known myths. Uh, for example, this is quite possibly one of the most famous ones, which is the uh, uh, there was a story that uh, during the making of a little-known movie called The Wizard of Oz, uh. <laughs> there was a... Uh, um, they had hired a bunch of uh, little people to play the munchkins, okay? Rumor has it that one of the munchkins fell in love with, uh, with one of the other actresses, mm-hmm. uh, one of the other munchkin actresses, uh, and she rejected him. Mm-hmm. So out of grief and out of just like wanting to get her attention, he went into the uh, uh, onto the set while they were filming and actually hung himself from the uh, from the from the rafters of the set. Uh, really apparently does, nobody noticed. It really does look like it. If you stop for us, if you pause it in the right spot. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Uh, they 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 say that nobody noticed, and and you can actually see it, right? Yeah. Well, the the funny story behind that is that that rumor actually started uh, when they brought when they transferred the movie onto VHS. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the quality wasn't that great. No. <laughs> the quality wasn't that great, right? And yes, it kind of did. Uh, if 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 you were watching it on a small TV like VHS quality, there is definitely a bird in the background. It's a giant crane that they brought oh. in from yeah, from the Los Angeles Zoo. <laughs> and uh, later on, when they made it, when the uh, the thing got all famous uh, and popular, and you know during the age of the internet, somebody actually went and put a hanging person onto the to the thing and that's the thing that was started circulating look there's proof yeah but when you go back to the original master film mm. and they actually took the original master and they remastered it and now it's on blu-ray now it's on 4k like mm. you can watch it in extreme high def now you can see judy garland's you, boogers you can see- <laughs> not only that dude but you can see that it is most definitely not a person right that's why I was like, if you pause it just right, it kind of yeah. looks like it. But you know, like, if you pause it at the right time and you put yourself upside down and put mayonnaise in your eyes, it kind of <laughs> looks like a person. Uh, yeah, it looks like a it looks like a small person hanging if you're blind. Like, <laughs> totally looks like that. Yeah. Can I t- 
tell you what my favorite myth was growing up? My my absolute favorite myth, and it was probably the one I believed uh, very early on because there was really no internet and there was no way to disprove it. And my mom was ninety percent sure. Yeah. Um, was that Paul Saviano from The Wonder Years was Marilyn Manson? See that one, I believed as well. Yeah, <laughs> it was very. It was, was very. Uh, it it looks very so popular. much like him. Yeah, it looks. They like look him. extremely alike, don't they? Yeah, they really do. <laughs> so the rumor rumor goes was that after the Wonder Years, he just like totally changed. Like he hated the fact that he played a geek in yeah. uh, in Wonder Years. <laughs> So he totally changed up his persona and uh, apparently, like, just changed his name from uh, Paul Sorviano to um, uh, uh, Brian Warner to <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and, but, like, that was the thing that was so funny about that was that there were so many, like, we made Marilyn Manson way more interesting than he is. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Okay, so like you and I went to two totally different schools in two like <laughs> totally different areas of the valley, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. So let's see if you've heard this one. And, and ladies and gentlemen, you can uh, chime in anytime you want in the comments. Let us know. <laughs> is, this, is this the ribs? But, okay, yeah. So did, yes or no, you heard that he removed two of his ribs in order to make himself more flexible so that he could suck, suck his, own, his dick. own dick. Yes. Like the stuff that we would come up with, dude. Like, who thought of all this shit? Like, why is Marilyn Manson so cool? Like, I know he's like way cooler. Than, and it's funny because I heard the rumors of Marilyn Manson before I heard of Marilyn Manson's music. Yeah, right. Same. So, I, heard, yeah. I heard weird stories about him before I ever yeah. heard his music. And and, and honestly, and it, and it frightened me. It scared me because I saw pictures of him. And I'm like, oh my god, dude, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And then I and then I heard and then I heard Tourniquet. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this is like the greatest fucking song ever! Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, I can remember being like 13 and hearing rumors about him, and like the 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 two ribs so he could suck his own dick. And I'm like, hold on, wait. Can you, <laughs> you can, can do that? Can you do that? Like, is that a thing? Like, because <laughs> like, if I can teach myself how to cook, I'm never getting married. <laughs> and and um. What about this one? The one that he was at a uh, an IHOP or a Denny's or something like that in the middle of the night, and um, he took a fork and he plunged it in his eye. Oh, and he pulled out that's his eye. right. He, he pulled his eye out at a diner and he <laughs> ate it. <laughs> that's why he has a fucked up eye. And I'm that's like, why he has a fucked up eye. <laughs> like I'm sure it's a contact. Okay. <laughs> Did they make those? <laughs> Like, good God, dude. We made him way more interesting than he is. He's a bully and a rapist. Like, fuck him, too. Like, that was... Somebody that, that, Somebody as tiny as him, like, as as frail, like, he canceled a concert here in McAllen because he had asthma. He ran out of breath. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like, the smoke got to him, dude. <laughs> like... That's so great, dude. Like, yeah, that guy gouged his own eyeball out at a diner because he was yeah. hungry. Like, was that's hungry. what it was. His, his food was taking too long, so he pulled his eye out and ate it. I'm sorry, dude. I don't care how hungry I am. I like my eyes where they're at. Yeah, I was like, I've never been so hungry that I self-emulated. Like, never yeah. once. <laughs> like, but there, there's so many fucking like, there, there was always so many weird things that like are are in the the lexicon. Like, I remember that one. Um, 
I, I, I really remember uh, never really believing this, but I always liked the idea uh, that Mr. Rogers was covered in tattoo sleeves. That, that, that is such sweater. Yeah. And, and yeah, man, you're right, dude. Like we growing up watching uh, Mr. Rogers and the fact that his character, no, I, I say character, but no, that's the way he really was. Yeah. This tender, uh, caring, uh, like father-like individual who listens to all your problems and, and tells you that no matter what the world is, is a good place, no matter yeah. what happens. You know, like this guy was uh, somebody that all children looked up to as a symbol of caring and Mm. and uh, putting forth your best foot was a Marine sniper that with over 250 confirmed kills with (laughs) tattoos all over his arms. Yeah, <laughs> I I used to just picture him like looking through this barrel of a scope, like "Hidey ho, neighbor!" Boom, <laughs> just blowing someone's head off. Like it's a bad day to be Charlie. <laughs> cutting their throats. Like I let you live. Can you say thank you? <laughs> <laughs> like it was so. I I just I love the idea of it. Like Where, that's why. He, that's why he's so calm and mellow because like he was like in the midst of war and like yeah. like that's like, why he's he's been like, in the shit. <laughs> like and, he's been in the shit. <laughs> and like now he's real like let's not raise our voices and upset Mr. Rogers. <laughs> like <laughs> But like that's why he wore uh, uh sweaters and stuff like to cover up the the sleeve of tattoos that he yeah. had on his arm. I was like it's so funny. But, you know, like, like the truth is so is so much more, in my opinion, it's so much more badass because, like, in real life, he was a pastor and, yeah. like, a hardcore religious man. And he was, um, like, his religiosity didn't, he didn't inflict it on everybody. You know, yeah. he was, he was the kind of person that, like, a live and let live type. And he actually fought to keep children's programming alive and well on PBS. So, yeah. so because of him, so because of him, we have uh, a whole, maybe like four generations of children have, have something to look up to, you know? So, so uh, the next one I kind of want to talk about, man, is something that's uh, a little, a little more on, on the, uh, the sinister side, which mm-hmm. is um, talking about curses, curses and oh, movies and stuff. Oh, right and, on plenty of those. So uh, one of the more <laughs> famous ones is a uh, um, the curse of Superman. Oh yeah, okay. most definitely. It started like with George Reeves and everything. Yeah, the thing about the thing about that is that uh, apparently there is a curse to anybody who has played Superman. And mm-hmm. you're right, man. Starting with George Reeves. George yeah. Reeves' story is is um, one of those stories that you see in in movies about Hollywood, yeah. about like this guy George Reeves was a uh, um, he was a uh, a proper theater actor, right? And he got the part to play Superman in uh, the Adventures of Superman from 1952 to 1958. Mm-hmm. He famously, famously uh, made appearances at shopping malls and 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 kids places all over the country. And uh, at one point, there was a kid. Uh, this is another urban legend. Mm-hmm. Where a kid comes up to him with his father's gun yeah. and says, "Let me shoot you, mm-hmm. so that I can prove that you're really Superman. So I can yeah. prove to my dad that you're really Superman." Mm-hmm. And George Reeves famously said, 
uh, no kid, don't shoot me or else the bullet will bounce off and hit somebody. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah um, and he was, he loved being Superman. He loved talking to kids. He loved uh, being that role model that, that, uh, that kids looked up to. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, after the, uh, the cancellation of the Superman show, uh, he kind of went into a depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one day he had a party at his house and he went upstairs uh, and somebody heard a gunshot mm-hmm. and they found his body on the bed uh, in nothing but his robe and a gun next to him. Yeah. And and he uh, he supposedly committed suicide. But there are rumors saying that the way that his body was was positioned, mm-hmm. there was no way that he would have been able to shoot himself in the head the way it was. Right, right. And not only that, but he also had uh, like meetings set up. He had a grocery list, like all the all the all the the things that a suicidal person doesn't wouldn't do. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like he wouldn't like he didn't have plans. Like he had plans for the upcoming week. Right, you know? right. So yeah, there there have been some, and it's it's kind of like um, I I feel it's a little silly. Mm-hmm. That it that you'd call it a a curse because like they say that once you put you portray Superman that your career's kind of over, yeah, uh, which isn't necessarily true. Like no, not not like, lately at least. Yeah, like well, Christopher Reeve had a very stellar career after Superman. He just unfortunately went the way that he went. Yeah, like he was in an accident and like. It's awful that he was in a wheelchair and stuff like that, but like yeah. he was still acting when that was yeah. happening. Like yeah, he, he was, was even even when he was paralyzed, he he still came out of movies. In fact, he did a, a right before his passing, he did a remake of Rear Window, which won like I don't know how many Emmys, you know. Yeah, he was also in a few episodes of Smallville, which was really cool. Yeah. Uh Dean Kane has had a steady career in TV. Unfortunately, yeah, I was like, Dean Cain's old. I was like, Dean, like, like, well, he stopped being on TV after he was Superman. I'm like, no, the motherfucker never no. left TV. Like, he no, was always on TV. Yeah, like Henry, he's been, he's been, he's been in, a, in a, uh, like a bunch of Lifetime movies. He's been yeah. on TV shows. Like, he's, he's, he's uh, got a pretty, pretty stellar career after the the New Adventures of Superman. Yeah, Brandon Routh has been the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow, and even then he's reprised the role of Superman. He's Alex Ross's Superman in Legends of Tomorrow. And then to top all that off, like fucking Henry Cavill's The Witcher right now. Yeah. Like, 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 that's, it's, 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 I never understood that. It was like when people said that Mark Hamill didn't do anything after Star Wars. I'm like, what are you talking (laughs) about? Well, he really didn't do anything from 1983 to 1988. Yeah, okay. oh, and then wow. and then and so then his he took five years off. Yeah, and then, he's been in damn, <laughs> then he's been in damn near. If you've seen something animated, Mark Hamill's probably in it. Yeah, he's right. been in every single show alongside Frank Welker since 1989. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, Mark Hamill is working. Yeah, like everybody expects you to like. It, it almost feels like if you didn't have the Harrison Ford career. Mm-hmm. That like your career dwindled. Like, how is it Harrison Ford's fault that he was fucking that he was Han Solo, Deckard, and fucking Indiana Jones? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like why does everybody have to be all that? You know? And, and like, I always felt that that curse of Superman was stupid. I was like, everybody who's played Superman's had a pretty stellar career. Yep. Like yep. George Reeves was the only one who met an untimely like end. And mm-hmm. even like fucking poor Christopher Reeve. Like I ought to be the fucking curse of the Reeves. 
<laughs> like if you're <laughs> Like if, if your anything, name is if your name is Reeves, do not agree to play Superman. Yeah, exactly. Like that's so, like two's a coincidence, but you know. Yeah. Speaking of coincidence, man, uh, I want to move on to the uh, the quote unquote poltergeist cursed curse. Oh lord, that one okay. always kind of weirded me out though. This one is uh, more tragic than it yeah. is. Uh, than anything else, man. And um, I'm not I'm not taking this lightly, but it is it is uh, something to bring up. Uh, yeah, and crazy coincidences. Um, there, the uh, the Poltergeist film was a, a horror film that was directed by um, Toby Hooper. Um, some people say Toby Hooper. Some people say Steven Spielberg. Um, I'd, I'd like to think that it was directed by by Toby Hooper, but it has yeah. way too many Spielbergisms in it. Well, because here's the thing is when when Spielberg's part of your film, yeah. whether you're the director or not, he's directing it. <laughs> like, I guess it, so. I guess so. It, it's it's one of those things because I remember I don't know if you remember that you and I were pretty like um, ahead of the curve and like ahead of the loop on um, on paranormal activity. Yeah, uh, we we you and I got our, got our got our hands on a copy of it uh, right before it started being a thing where they played that demand paranormal activity in your city. Yeah, yeah. Like we managed to get our hands on a copy of it while we were filming that movie, Daddy's Home. Um, so I remember us watching it and really, really, really liking it. And then when it came out, it had that very different ending. Uh, yep. Where she like roars into the camera and shit. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, I guess. Um, Was it like but, a 13 year old movie now? <laughs> yeah. I was, that's kind of, it's it's your fault. Like, I say the same thing. If you don't know who Kaiser Soze is and somebody tells you, it's your fault for not watching the usual suspects. Yeah. Like it, you have time. But yeah. uh, <laughs> with all that, like being said, I remember later finding out, and I think you had even told me. Uh, that Spielberg watched it and tells yeah. the, the filmmakers like, you know, what would be better is if you ended it this way. So you yeah. set up the possibility of a sequel. That's and the thing. Like he he absolutely loved the movie mm-hmm. and he saw the potential in it. So he's like, yeah, change the ending. And here's the thing. When Steven Spielberg says you should do this, you do it. Do it. <laughs> Yeah. Just do it. Like I don't care who you are as a filmmaker. Like I don't give a fuck if if like you're fucking Matt Reeves making Batman right now. If Spielberg says you should do this, do it. Like make Batman suit purple. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For whatever reason, give it a shot. Yeah. It's Spielberg. Like if son of a bitch, knows, he did it. Yeah. Like if anybody knows how to make a fucking movie, it's him. Yeah. So like, I understand. But again, you know, like Toby Hooper did direct it. Steven Spielberg uh, worked with him on it. But that's, again, my my whole thing. Like, yeah. yes, Toby Hooper is the director. But with Steven, when Steven Spielberg's like, hey, Toby, maybe you should do this. Toby did it. Yeah. Like, as you should. Because he's right. I'm like, what, I'm not even that big into Spielberg films. But he's right. Like... <laughs> I always like that joke in Austin Powers. Like, well, my good friend Oscar here disagrees. Like, I bet he does. I bet <laughs> yeah. he fucking does. Like, he does, man. <laughs> like, if so, Oscar disagrees, um, you might want to listen. <laughs> so, um, 
and specifically we're going to be talking about uh the uh the young actress uh well actually a couple of the actors here yeah. in uh, in this movie because uh this this quote-unquote curse didn't just hit one person it hit several people yeah. unfortunately so uh you have a young actress named heather o'rourke who uh was i believe six years old at the time mm-hmm. when she uh um when she portrayed carol ann the youngest daughter in a uh, poltergeist um she had uh this was like her first one of her first movies and she was uh really really good in it yeah oh god she was great for for a young for a little kid like she she really knocked it out of the park and and this 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 movie it's pg but like it's as good as any other horror movie out there to be like like straight up you can thank this one in ghostbusters for (laughs) pg-13 like you really you really can indiana jones and gremlins too Ah, indiana indiana (laughs) jones and gremlins too absolutely man like this this movie is still like in my opinion like it's still one of the the scarier films out there uh-huh, but yeah. it it's for me it's one of those things where like like I joke a lot um but like I I always I use the term white people be tripping uh <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> and, I, and I say that because like we 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 feel a presence in our house and i'm not one to believe any of this stuff yeah but but like stuff gets moved around in our apartment sometimes and we hear things at night sometimes and like i attribute it to just you know something outside the cats i will find a logical reason for everything yeah but i've told my wife like look dude if there if this place is haunted and they want us to leave it's not going to take much if if they just can, say the word, dude. <laughs> if they if they can muster up enough poltergeist strength to move something in front of me, like if something in in my and I mean like my direct sight just yeah. slides over like fucking two inches, like with nothing moving it, it just moved. I'm leaving. The apartment's the ghosts. It's yeah. yours, bro. I'm out the door. Like, good luck scaring the shit out of whoever you're going to scare out of next, because I'm gone. <laughs> like, that's some white people shit to put your kid on the kitchen floor and, like, watch this. And she just slides across the floor. Like, no big deal. Right? Like, no. oh, my goodness. Very big deal. Very big deal. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't let them do that to my cat. <laughs> like I would be and they're the excited door. about it and they're excited would, about it I would be out the door so I'd be out the door fucking faster than you can say Beetlejuice I'm gone I don't love you hoes I'm out the door <laughs> yeah like for real like no and, and like I don't know man it, it, it's still such a like creepy creepy movie I one that I recommend all the time if you want to know yeah. if your kids can handle horror movies show yeah. them Poltergeist if they can handle Poltergeist they can handle most yeah. horror movies and, and, uh, and mm-hmm. go ahead no it's just saying like it's unfortunate that the things that happened to people on the set of that movie happened mm-hmm. um, a lot of it gets sort because like we're going to talk about some spoilers right now mm-hmm. So if you, I was like, I ruined the ending of fucking Paranormal Activity, and I'm like, but if you haven't seen Poltergeist, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna save that one. <laughs> no, like really, Paranormal Activity, it, it, whatever. Yeah. Watch Poltergeist, but like, 
the you know a lot of it gets attributed to the fact that in that big scene at the end in the pool mm-hmm. the corpses that float to the top are actual corpses they really are dead skeletons it's, well like obviously they're dead skeletons but they really yeah. are like as opposed to living skeletons no shit right um they're actual human remains uh-huh. uh that they used because uh much believe like, it or not <laughs> And, and, well, Toby Hooper learned very quickly when he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, uh, excuse me. When they're trying to find plastic skeletons for the scenes, they looked really bad. And then come to find out, well, the university sells remains way cheaper. Yeah. Way cheaper they're than the cheaper than, than, than fake ones. Real skeletons and real corpses are actually cheaper than, than fake oh, ones. Yeah. Isn't so, that crazy? Yeah, so he bought he bought the corpses, yeah. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, it started there." And I'm like, "Well, no, because everybody on Texas Chainsaw Massacre would be dead too." Yeah, like instead of just Marilyn Burns and Gunnar Hansen, which they died like 50 years later. Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna say it wasn't a curse, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm 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 gonna second that one. Yeah, second that notion. <laughs> but I, but I, I just don't feel like it'll hold up in a court of law. Yeah, but um. Yeah, like with, with with um with that being said, you know, Heather O'Rourke lost her life um during the filming After of Poltergeist the third Three. Movie. Yeah, yeah, like they were they had just finished up with Poltergeist Three. And like to, to say that, you know, it was a curse, I'm like, well, she wouldn't have been able to do three movies. Yeah. Uh, and not like only that, not only that, but she was uh, I think she was twelve years old at the time. And yeah. it was like it was like a stomach infection. Like it it was yeah. so it, it it was it was so uh, like it was there was nothing theatrical or outrageous about her death. Like it was no, just she, she died from being a workaholic. She was sick. She had stomach pain, and she didn't tell anybody because she was filming the movie, and she didn't want to disrupt the filming. And it wasn't for because she was afraid that, that people were going to get upset at her. She just didn't want like she was a professional. She yeah. felt she in her in her world in her mind she was a professional actress. She'd been doing it literally her whole life, mm-hmm. and when you're sick, you just deal with it. So she was just dealing with a stomach ache and had no, no no idea that her body was turning septic. Yeah, like she had no clue until it was too late. Until unfortunately, and, it was too late. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's an unfortunate circumstance, and it's awful that it happened. But like, it seems so silly to call it a curse. And I understand that, you know, a few other people lost their lives, like the the girl who played her older sister in part one. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't a curse. Dominic that, Dunn. Yeah, Dominic Dunn. That wasn't a curse. That was due to a fucking awful human being in her life. So what um, happened was, was uh, uh, she is, uh, Dominique Dunn is actually the uh, the daughter of a, uh, um, I, think, I think he was like a writer, uh, Dominic Dunn. Yeah. And her brother is actually uh, Griffin Dunn. Mm-hmm. Who uh, who uh, is most famous for playing the best friend in American Werewolf in London? Right, and uh, he's currently on uh, This Is Us. Uh, is he? Yeah, uh, really, really good in that show. I'm but uh, Dominic Dunn was a uh, uh, up and coming actress. I, like she was very popular, uh, and she was she was getting a bunch of roles, and she was like her career was was blowing up. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she was in a relationship with uh, with this guy. I, I don't. I'm not even going to look up his name, Ooh, but but um, she had broken up with him because mm-hmm. he was starting to get abusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night, she was at a friend's house, uh, running over, going over some lines. Uh, I think her brother was there as well. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, 
But um, they knocked. He, her ex boyfriend, knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came to the door, and um, according to to the witnesses, there was a loud scream and then silence. Mm-hmm. And when they went outside, there was a knife sticking out of her chest. Mm-hmm. They immediately arrested him and and put him in jail and everything. And now he's, I believe, he's still in jail. I'm not, no. I'm not sure. No, he got no. out. He got out. Jeez. He got he he got out for. I remember he got out for crime of passion, and uh, he immediately like went to work at a restaurant. And uh, do you remember Miguel Ferreira? Yeah. The actor? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Him and Dominic Dunn were really good friends. Yeah. Uh, we're like uh, he was there. Him. He was there. Yeah. Yeah, he was there that night. Yeah, he was there. Um, he led a, a protest outside of the restaurant saying, uh, a murderer is washing your dishes. Yeah. Like holding up a sign that said, a murderer is washing your dishes. And like, like everybody left the restaurant and had to talk to the guy. Good uh, for him, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like, found respect for him. Yeah, I know. Like, may he rest in peace, man. What a true yeah. thing. That's, a, that's an untapped Batman voice if there ever was one. Yeah, like that was somebody who never got tapped to play Batman in an animated movie. Uh, I know, I know he did play a character in a DC movie. I just can't remember which one. But um, but yeah, and he had I, I he, had, I, he had played. I remember him even saying that he felt really um, very weird uh, being in a Tales from the Crypt episode where he kills um, his girlfriend's lo- new lover. Uh-huh. And like, oh, buried yeah. him. and he had said that it made him a little uncomfortable because, yeah. like, understandably, just, yeah, just like thinking, like, putting himself in that character, yeah, like so soon after his his yeah. best friend was murdered by an ex. They weren't they weren't a couple, but they were really really close. They were they were very close. They were like really yeah. good friends, and yeah. like, he, I I remember uh, watching him like talk about that, and like it was so interesting to find out that he was really good friends with her. Yeah, but I mean, it was her. It was also the guy who played Reverend Kane in Part Three. Uh, yeah, got, uh, Julian. Away. Julian, uh, I oh, what's his name? Um, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, Henry Kane played by Julian Beck. Yeah. There you go, Julian Beck. Yeah, but uh, he had been diagnosed with cancer like two yeah. years before he even came out in that movie. Yeah, and unfortunately, he he uh, he didn't uh, he didn't live to see the finished product. Right, right. But uh, it was the same, and then it was him, and I believe Will Sampson was the other one um, that they attribute to the curse of Poltergeist. Yeah. But um, Will Sampson, same thing. He got sick. He he uh-huh. ended up with cancer and. Excuse me. Just no way to get around it, unfortunately. And that one, that one kind of breaks my heart the most. But it's because I am such a tremendous fan of Will Sampson. Mm-hmm. Um, my still to this day, his my all time favorite role of his is was is always going to be Chief and uh, uh, fucking One Flew Over, over the Cuckoo's Nest. nest. <laughs> like I, I adore Cuckoo's Nest so much. He's, he's got such a great look, man. Yeah, he did. He he had he was just such an intimidating looking figure, and the fact that he was just such a giant teddy bear, <laughs> like it's it's unfortunate that Will Simpson Will Sampson didn't live to a ripe old age. He should have. Yeah. Um. He deserved to be in so much more stuff. Like, he was really, really, really like a representative of of native actors back in the day because there were so few of them so few and he and was there they were typecast they were typecast yeah. and and you know you, you could only if you were a native american you could only play native americans yeah and, and it was so good to see him 
uh, walking with Oscar caliber actors like Jack Nicholson and fucking and holding his own. Yeah, and Danny DeVito and Christopher Lloyd, like that cast is so stellar to this day. And he's like, it's still one of those things that I, I do every time I get a piece of juicy food, just mm, juicy fruit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of juicy fruit, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is we're going to take a real quick break here on the Movie Know It All podcast, uh, gather our senses, and uh, we're going to come back with some more uh, Hollywood urban myths and legends uh, here on the Movie Know It All podcast on RGB Titan Radio. We're on the 956. We'll be right back. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGBTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip hop, rock, watch them blow. And country. Back to my back now, driving down I 35. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to play my music at rgbtitanradio.com. Once more, that's play my music at rgbtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgbtitanradio.com. We are the 956. From the depths of the primordial ooze of pop culture, two figures emerge to bring their gift of knowledge and films to the masses. Their only qualifications? They watched a hell of a lot of movies when they were kids. They're not just experts. They're not just fans. They are movie know-it-alls. Join Bob and Will every Wednesday at 5 p.m. as they host the Movie Know-It-All podcast. Only on RG Titan Radio. We are the 956. calling you man to see if you wanted to go to the show over at yerb let me know dude call me back bro this club is popping off right now man i'll send you the location dude get out here look man i get it you're social distancing but come on man let's go to the mall let's go have some lunch don't be that guy covid19 is serious always wash your hands always wear a mask and only go out for the essentials this message is brought to you by rgvtitanradio.com we are the 956. A familiar story, yes, but this is no ordinary Joe. Joseph R. Cooper, perhaps the most loved sports figure in the country, vanished. According to Mrs. Elsie Melcher, a neighbor who asked not to be identified, Joe Cooper left his house two weeks ago. According to Angelique Bones, a nosy bitch who lives up the street, he took with him only a toothbrush, a wallet, a steamer trunk, and a plane ticket to Calcutta. Police theorize several possible scenarios of what happened with a man affectionately known to the world as Coop. Well, I don't know where the hell he is. For all I care, he could be hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. Scenario number one, he's hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. The night before his disappearance, Coop's girlfriend had paid him a visit. According to friends, they had quarreled. If you're looking for Joe Cooper, I suggest you look wherever you find the most heinous, blatant, and vile exploitation of children on the planet. Scenario number two. 
Coop went to Disney World. Here is a photograph of Joe Cooper taken just days before his disappearance. Here is a computer and hat simulation of what he might look like today. <laughs> Why haven't we reviewed that movie, Will? <laughs> it's so good, dude. I love it. Oh, but yeah, God. the the <laughs> the mystery of Coop Cooper. <laughs> He's hanging by his neck in his fucking closet, dude. I, I was looking for something to put uh, for our for like our, our return uh, audio, and uh, like I, I wanted to put a clip of Unsolved Mysteries, like Robert. <laughs> Let's face it, like like our our interest in in uh, in the unknown and mysteries and stuff goes all the way back to just us watching Unsolved Mysteries. Oh yeah, like, most definitely. <laughs> I know that's where my interest came from. Yeah, ab- absolutely, man. Like yeah. my my interest in like all things weird came from that show. Yeah, and who would have thought, man? Uh, Robert Stack was a uh, former comedic actor turned scary narrator. No shit, dude. He's a frightening narrator. It yep. it, it works for some people. It didn't work for what's his name, Dennis Farina. But <laughs> oh man, that was a miscast of ours. Oh, wow, man. Like I and that's because I have understanding when I say I like Dennis Farina. Like yeah, I like him in almost everything course. he's in. But like, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> like really like you're gonna have Dennis Farina like tell us about Unsolved Mystery hey some guy went missing who gives a shit <laughs> like one night Louisa Sanderson came home from from uh, from work one day and saw a ghost in her kitchen she didn't see it before before or since but I'll tell you what <laughs> scared the shit out of her scared the shit out of her <laughs> <sighs> maybe now she'll think twice about overcooking the roast huh <laughs> what a dumb thing that was (laughs) she's hanging by her neck in her fucking closet (laughs) yeah man there have been some uh, I don't know man because like you know there's a lot of like mystery and like intrigue when it comes to stuff but there's also a lot of stuff that just like it it, it almost feels some things become part of the lexicon even when they're not true mm-hmm. um and there's no Example. like there's no evidence to it otherwise like one of my fit watch i'm gonna say a name and an animal and oh yeah, i know yeah. exactly what you're you know mean i know exactly where you're going richard right richard in, in a gerbil yeah <laughs> like see what i mean like and, and like there's no evidence that that ever happened but like to this dude, that's been going on since the '80s. You know who he thinks yeah. started that rumor? Who? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> After they did that movie? <laughs> yeah, and like, here's the thing: I Sylvester don't. Sylvester Stallone's it, probably the kind of guy who would start a rumor like that. <laughs> that's why I don't put it past Stallone. I don't put it past him to do it. And like, I mean, that that's why Stallone and Schwarzenegger were so like at the tippy top of everything because they were always dicking each other out of roles. Yeah, like. They really were. They weren't afraid to 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 say something negative about the other guy, and like, <laughs> it's like little things like that, like the whole uh, like that, and and what we were talking about earlier, the Marilyn Manson stuff. Like yeah. sometimes, sometimes just uh, 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 rumors just just get started, and and they just they just you know get a mind of their own and go crazy, you know? Yeah, like that. I I always thought that was like such a silly rumor, like to the point where like. 
I thought it was for real. Like I thought that was true <laughs> up until like I looked it up and I was like, that's so so like there's nothing like wow, somebody just picked the name in an animal and just yeah. like started saying that weird shit about him. And like it's so it's such a fucking goofy thing because like like I said, like there's no evidence to the contrary, like whatsoever. But like I said, all I had to say was Richard Gere and Gerbil, and you drew your own conclusions, like right well, away. No, no. The only thing you said was an actor and an animal. I'm like, boom. And you already knew. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to say Richard Gere and the Gerbil. Yeah. Like you so, already like jumped to it right away. So and then like there there's stuff like that, and then there's like just like you know stuff like uh, Mama Cass Elliot. Uh, and her death being attributed to choking on a on a ham sandwich. She had a know? heart attack. <laughs> like, yeah, she was and she was eating a sandwich while she had a heart attack, and yeah. like there was there was still food in her throat. She didn't choke on a sandwich. Yeah, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, Elvis, that he died from constipation. Oh yeah. You know? That's still like, my favorite one because I feel like he kind of deserves it, but whatever. Because because he he died on the toilet. Elvis is kind of one of those guys <laughs> that's like weird uh, because he was such an amazing talent, but then again, he was also a creeper. Yeah, yeah. he I was like he also fucked sixteen year old girls because they didn't know what was good sex and bad sex, and like from what I understand, he was hung like a child. But uh, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. I never fucked him. I'm just saying. I'm just like. <laughs> stuff that i read about him like like a lot of a lot of women like a lot of like the women who were girls when they met him like tell stories about the fact that he was really shy he was really nervous when it came to sex and he was very like concerned that he wasn't performing well and a few of them said because he didn't perform very well and like it's because he wasn't very equipped to perform well and or perform at all i guess <laughs> but that, that's why he liked young girls because they didn't know the difference. They were still enamored with with Elvis. Wow. But like, I mean, who knows? You know, it's just like, I read. I, I I have a tendency to read books from uh, ex groupies. I found them. <laughs> I find them so interesting. Those really... are very fascinating because like they could be true mm-hmm. or not. But just just the idea of like them being being in a situation where they're actually with the person like it it, it could be either or you know yeah like and, and that's that's the thing about it's it's her recanting stories from when she was drunk and drugged out of her mind yeah so like for all she knows she was sleeping with a roadie but like <laughs> yeah like who so, knows man i just like i've i it's more than one uh woman who accounts that for elvis like mm-hmm. more than one yeah, but you know, you the, again, like El- Elvis is another one of those myths. Like I can remember as as far back as the mid '90s, people were still saying he was alive. Yeah, like exactly. there's still there's still Elvis sightings. Elvis sightings was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, and not only that, but there's also there was also a uh, a myth for a very long time that uh, a movie that we did a couple weeks ago, uh, Hol- uh, Home Alone. Uh-huh. That he actually appeared in that movie, because oh, yeah. there because there's a scene in the uh, where where uh, where she meets up with uh, John Candy. Mm-hmm. There's an extra behind her that looks suspiciously like an like older Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, 
that he had, he had a he had sunglasses and he had a beard and you know I gotta tell you man like I know that's not Elvis I don't believe that Elvis is alive I don't believe that no. at all but this guy really does look like him this guy really does look like yeah. him. <laughs> I can I su- see I could see that getting traction in a pre-internet world. I subscribe to the Bubba Hotep theory. Which is- <laughs> uh, you ever see the movie Bubba Hotep? I have not. Uh, Bubba Hotep is this this funny movie with uh, is Don Coscarelli, the guy who directed Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Bruce Campbell, and Bruce Campbell lives in an old folks' home. And he's the real Elvis. And what happened was in the 50s, he was getting so, or the 60s, he was getting so sick to death of being Elvis that they hired a stand in impersonator uh, to take over for him so Elvis could live a life as a recluse. And the stand in was the one who got fat and died. Oh my God. And the real Elvis is stuck in an old folks' home where somebody's resurrected a mummy. And so now it's Elvis versus the mummy. It's called Bubba Hotep. That is crazy, man. I need to watch that movie. It is. It's got Bruce Campbell, right? It's as as Elvis. It is such a fantastic piece of cinematic absurdity. Like it's so ridiculous. That sounds so suspiciously like uh, some of these death rumors that that have been circulating last. Like there are rumors that uh, that uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, What's her name? Miley Cyrus uh, died of a drug overdose when she was thirteen years old. (laughs) Yeah, and they replaced her, and that's why she's gotten so crazy because, like, because it's not really her. It's not really her. The more the most famous one was. I, I I can't believe I, I forgot to write this in my notes, but I'm so glad that we're able to talk about this because I am utterly fascinated with this story. Um, the fact that Paul McCartney died in a car crash uh, in, in uh, 1967. Yeah. <laughs> and that he was decapitated and they actually got somebody else to come in and take over because they didn't want the Beatles fans to know that he was dead and they wanted to keep him going. Mm-hmm. And that they put clues in their albums, their album covers, and their songs and stuff like that. Yeah. And that that uh, uh, Sgt. Pepper Lonely Hearts Club Band album is filled with these supposed clues and stuff. Yeah. And um, this had like like these rumors were were all since back in back in the uh, in the late sixties, and John Lennon just took that and he loved to play along with it. Oh God, yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. The, the Beatles had. I'll give them one thing. Those fucking assholes had such a wicked sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were so fucking funny. I remember one of my favorite lines was from uh, Paul McCartney, or maybe it was The Replacement. Um, but they had asked him, like, is Ringo Starr the best drummer in the world? He's like, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> like, which is such a great gag. Like, those yeah. dudes were so fucking funny. But, like, let me put something out there and I know I know that a lot of you aren't ready for to hear this but this isn't a hot take this is just reality here we a go lot, ladies and gentlemen a lot of their songs were fueled by acid and marijuana yes, that's they why were. they're so good that's why they're so that is much why fun they're so good dude like this is just drug fueled madness there is a reason that when I trip on acid, Pink Floyd sounds so much better. Like, Dude. and Pink Floyd sounds great without any kind of fucking mind-altering substance. Dude, it's you the same thing with the Beatles. Me. 
You cannot tell me that Sgt. Pepper, uh, Yellow Submarine, freaking the White Album, that there yeah. were no no substances involved in that creation of those songs, man. Because yeah. those are some of the best freaking music. Like, compare that music to what they were doing at the beginning of their career. Yeah. Before the like, drugs came in. <laughs> yeah, like, really, dude, take a minute. Like, if you're a really, I don't mean if you're a fan of the Beatles hits, of which there are a lot. Yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of the Beatles, then you've got to know that a lot of these albums were just fueled by drugs. Yeah. A lot of them. And that's okay. They never denied it. They never denied it. Yeah. It's like they'd be the first to tell you they were fueled by drugs. I am the walrus is fueled by drugs. Like they're on a lot of drugs and it, it makes me laugh that like so many people try to dissect that song. Like you're trying to find a high that wasn't yours. Like, no, John Lennon, John Lennon wrote those lyrics specifically to mess with people. Yeah. Like he's, I think they've even come out and said like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like it doesn't fucking mean anything. Or was it? Dun, dun, dun. Like, God, no, it doesn't. Dun, dun, dun. It doesn't mean anything. Nut, nut, nut. Nut, nut, nothing. Like they're fueled on drugs. And it's, it's fine. Like a lot of great songs are fueled by drugs. Look at it this way. Like, okay, the, the worst thing anybody can say about John Lennon was he was an abusive asshole. All right, my favorite musician raided the Capitol the other yeah. day. All right, yeah. like, I'm dealing with some really weird shit. Okay, you can come to terms with the fact that the Beatles were on drugs. Like, yeah. let's, let's move on, let's make lemonade. Like, yeah. But yeah, Paul man, like, is still alive. Like, Paul McCartney is most definitely still alive. In fact, that rumor was started by a uh, by a, a, a radio a radio show host who just wanted to, to do something funny, you know. Yeah. And he started the rumor, and it, and it's and it's endeared to this very day. Um, some other some other like like really funny stories out of Hollywood are like I don't know if you heard about this one like Charlie Chaplin. Okay, oh, the, the the lookalike contest. That Charlie Chaplin yeah. entered a lookalike contest and he lost. Yeah, <laughs> like you know? is that that's that's a bullshit rumor though, isn't it? Like isn't the, that like. That- yeah, and that rumor was also uh, uh, affiliated with, uh, I believe it was Pee Wee Herman also. That also happened to Pee Wee Herman. Uh, oh, okay. That that also happened to Dolly Parton, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... I, I can I, see Dolly Parton losing a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Yeah. Because I've seen some drag queens that look like Dolly Parton. And like, they, they look so good, dude. Yeah, they look so like, good. Like, it's genuinely really shocking yeah. sometimes. I'm like, God damn, dude, he looks like Dolly Parton when she was 20. Yeah, like it's kind of impressive. Um, but, an- another one is uh, I don't know if you heard about the Mikey kid, Mikey, uh, Mikey, the, pop- the, the, the live kid. Yep. Yeah, I remember that story. Uh-huh. Like, is isn't he like a, like an ad executive somewhere in LA? <laughs> like, yeah. So apparently, so back in the eighties, there was a uh, a cereal called Life. It's still around, I think. Yeah, uh, it, it's a disgusting cereal. It's it's yeah, gross. It's, it's really gross. It's but, oats. Yeah, and uh, the commercial showed uh, a, a bunch of kids sitting around the breakfast table and talking about the little brother who, uh, you know, Mikey will eat anything, you yeah, know, yeah. and they give it, they give him the cereal and they're like, hey, Mikey likes it. And apparently there was a rumor that that kid uh, in when he was in junior high, mm-hmm. he took a can of Coke and a pack of Pop Rocks and ate them both at the same time and his stomach exploded. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why it stuck. Like, what the that, big deal about that was? That's an old urban legend. Yeah. Like, Pop Rocks and Soda is like, that's like from the 70s. Yeah. Um, I think it's because Pop Rocks and Soda, if you if you drink um, like an entire can of soda, and, or if you if you eat an entire pack of Pop Rocks and you wash it down with soda... Um, you will very likely vomit. Like, yeah, I because think, it, I it, think that's where that rumor started. And uh, uh, the thing about it is that uh, people don't realize how stretchy your stomach is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and your your bowel or your your stomach is uh, designed in a way. I say designed. I I say loosely designed. You know. Like it's made in a way to where if there is excess gas and excess stuff coming up, excess stuff coming up, like it, it, it just, you just regurgitate it, you know, you just regurgitate it and it comes out of your mouth and you burp and you fart and you, you know, your body has ways to release it. It's not going to explode, you know, no matter what. And I think the Mythbusters uh, debunked that rumor pretty pretty efficiently. Yeah, well, the Mythbusters also said that blowing up Jaws wouldn't work either, so fuck them a little bit. <laughs> no, nah, you know what? That week of Mythbusters, like that very first one where they like they tackled movies. It, it man, they were just picking on me. They attacked all my favorite movies: Batman, Superman, Jaws, Star Wars. Fuck them a little bit. I saw that that Batman one, and I'm thinking to myself. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, that really hurt. <laughs> no, you know, I, I remember that was the day that I was like, it was the Batman episode. Like, it really uh-huh. was the Batman episode when I was watching it. And I was like, you know why you guys couldn't do that? Because you're not Batman. Yeah. Like, sit back okay. with, your little, with your little science experiments uh-huh. and, and go ruin something else. You're not going to you know, ruin Batman. Get Bruce Wayne, then call me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when 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 you bring in you know, Jamie, the depressed guy, and Bruce Wayne, then I'll believe your little show. Until then, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself with that bullshit. I was like, you couldn't attack Harry Potter. So, uh, like, so uh, uh, you got to attack all my favorite fucking movies. So I'm going to bring up a, co- a couple of uh, other ones, uh, a couple of my favorites, uh, and then we're going to get to a really big one. Which let me tell you something else about Mythbusters. Uh, <laughs> Um, one one of the ones I don't know if you remember J.K. Cinema. You remember Man, J.K. Cinema? So familiar. They 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 uh back in like I want to say two thousand five two thousand four they started yeah. making videos of uh like ghosts and stuff and one of them was uh, Urban Legends. Um, and they're talking about this is where I first heard this actually. Uh, you know the MGM Lion? Yes. Okay, have you heard the, the the story about the MGM lion? Which one? I that uh, so apparently uh, a film crew was shooting the MGM lion to to put in the beginning of their movies and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, this was a uh, uh, it was a, a trained lion and his trainer was there. Uh-huh. At the same time, a group of bank robbers uh, were escaping the police after they robbed the bank and they uh-huh. made their way into the studio. Well. Uh, they broke their way into the area where they were filming the lion and the lion uh, while they were filming the lion roared three times and then at the end of the third roar he jumped down and he attacked the robbers and he killed all three robbers yeah I I, I heard 
a similar story to it, but I had heard that they that some guys broke into a jewelry store next yeah. to the building, yeah. and they snuck into the MGM studios where the lion. I guess they just leave the lion in the studio. Well, no, the they're lion, filming. They're filming, yeah. and 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 the the lion roaring uh, on the on the you know on the MGM thing where they have the lion roar three times. That was actually actual footage from right before the lion jumped off and attacked the the, the robbers. The, the robbers. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which you know, um, I mean, I don't. A lot of these I don't get. I, I really don't. But it's fun, it, I guess. They seem so arbitrary. Like, yeah. It's it's that joke from Family Guy when Stewie tells Brian, um, did you know that Brad Pitt is John Lithgow's nephew? And Brian goes, really? And he goes, no, but doesn't that sound like something that would be true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it does, though. Like, if somebody were to have told me that Brad Pitt was John Lithgow's nephew, I'd be like, Really? Like yeah. I'd have, I'd have no inclination to go bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it, it's not like saying that. Like fucking, did you know that fucking Brad Pitt's actually the fastest man in the world? Like, bullshit. <laughs> like bullshit. Like no, he's not. Like why would you even say something like that? Did but, you like, know? Did, did you know that Rob Schneider goes to Home Depot every week to pick up uh, uh, illegal workers and takes them down to his underground dungeon and has uh, creep, creepy, freaky sex with them? I like. <laughs> That's 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 one of those that I'd be like, yeah, it sounds right. <laughs> right. I, 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 I believe that. Like, I'd believe that. It's like if somebody were to tell me, like, Jeffrey Jones moved across the street from the kindergarten. Like, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I should call the cops, but I believe it. Oh, that lazy-eyed psycho. I hate him. For real. So that, that's another one of those freaking, like, like heroes that fell from freaking grace, man. Oh, shit. Anyway, so uh, there's there's that one. And another one, another one of my favorites, and uh, I think this is one of your favorites too. Um, and because of this rumor, uh, the, uh, a movie franchise and a TV franchise was born because of this rumor, uh, and it is the uh, the ghost from Three Men and a Little Baby. <laughs> I love it. Like I love. This is that. a big one. This is a big one. That's still one of my favorite. I can remember like being a kid. And watching, I watched that stupid movie because a friend swore to the hand of God, there's a ghost in the scene. And like, man, I, did it like, because. I'm like, that's a the, cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. Like, yeah. I, so, I could tell right away. So this movie was a moderate success. Like, I wouldn't even call it a big success. It was a moderate success, right? Mm -hmm. in, the, in the theater. But when it came out on video. Mm-hmm. It broke all kinds of records because people would rent it just so they could see the the ghost. Uh, and it was such a rumor silly, has it, like stupid rumor. And rumor has it <coughs> is that they filmed at a house that uh, used to belong to a family <coughs> whose little boy committed suicide, <coughs> and in one of the scenes, he could be seen hiding behind the curtains on a window. Yeah. And people rented the movie just so they they could see it. And like you said, man, people swore up and down that they saw the ghost. I rented. I'll never forget it, Will, because I blew one of my Saturday movies. Mom would let me rent. Oh, you three poor child. Movies. She would let me rent three movies if they were each ninety nine cents. Uh -huh. And and if I was lucky, 
if I was really, 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 really lucky, she would she would let a one ninety nine like in. <laughs> so oh, what I, the heck? It's your birthday. <laughs> yeah, and if I was really lucky. She'd throw in that extra buck because, like, fine, whatever. Because mom would always rent two brand new movies. Always, and the, the new movies were three twenty five. Yeah. So she would so For three. One night? Yeah. And the three movies were five nights. The the ninety nine cent movies were always five nights. Yeah. So like, I always like to rent the three ninety nine cent movies because I could keep them like until Wednesday, and then I'd go back Friday for more movies. And like, I will never forget that I fucking I I forsaked it. <laughs> I forsaked. Fucking uh, Hellraiser three for this movie for three men and a baby. Why should I watch fake fake ghosts when I could watch a real ghost? Bro, I rented uh, Warlock, the Armageddon, and I rented. Um, I I want to say that it was. Um, oh, it was. I was trying. To, was, I was like, I know it's a Robert England movie, um, Phantom of the Opera with Robert England, mm-hmm. and like. Three Men and a Baby. Warlock 2, Phantom of the Opera, and Three Men and a Baby. I rented for my week because my friend swore to God there's a ghost in this movie. And holy shit, I want to see it. And I rented this stupid movie, and he didn't know where it was. He couldn't remember where it was. So I had to watch this entire movie. And I remember we watched it, and I'm like, I didn't see shit. (laughs) <laughs> and then we we watched it again and he's like oh look there and i'm like that's a fucking cardboard cutout <laughs> like, they've got them all over the video store like what are you talking about where's the ghost like i was so mad that fucking movie just sat there for four days and every day i'd get home just pissed just angry to look at it so like, they had God, it upset me. And and you're yeah, you're absolutely right. It was a cardboard cutout. There was a uh um a cut uh subplot about him uh like being like doing ads or something like that. Okay. And if like VHS quality video, if you look at it, yes, it kind of does look like a kid because it's it's a little short, but no, it's Ted Danson in a top hat. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's Ted Danson. Like I yeah. can see it. It's the god motherfucker. And they didn't shoot at a house. They shot at a set. It was at an yeah. actual set. It wasn't a house. No kid died there. It was just, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> Someone's childhood might have died there, but no children died there. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's so, I don't know, man. I, I, Because I, it, it worked. I was one of those people who had to rent the movie. I had to rent it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know or give a shit what it was about. Yeah. Uh, I was, I fucking, only time I've ever seen that movie. Only time I've ever seen it. Like, <laughs> and, and the only reason we watched it was because one of the other videos that we that I had rented that I was watching with my friend uh, had a trailer for Three Men and a Little Lady because they made a, they made a sequel and he was like, they oh, made a sequel. Se- yeah. What? No, I was gonna say they made a sequel and they made a TV show. Did they really? Yes. I didn't know they spun a TV show off of this yeah, garbage. They spun, they spun a TV show off of it. What they if they were gonna do it? If I was gonna make a TV show based on that stupid fucking movie, like I guarantee, I guarantee, goddamn to you, I'd have an episode where the house is haunted by a cardboard cutout. <laughs> by a cardboard cutout. 
Like, so dumb. It's such a wooden and simply just boring. Even as a kid, I knew this was bad. Yeah. Like, it's a dumb movie. So the next one I want to talk about is um, is another really famous one. Uh, this is one of the ones that I grew up with and I actually thought was true. Uh, the fact that uh, Walt Disney's cryogenically frozen head is being held at Disneyland. Yeah, I, 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 I never bought it. Never once. Yeah. Uh, I never, ever, ever believed that. Like, it just, it seemed so implausible. Like, it yeah. seemed so ridiculously implausible. I would have believed that his brain was in a jar there. Yeah. Like, that they took his brain and spinal cord, like, basically all the things that make him him, like, <laughs> just no meat suit. Like, yeah. because at some point we're going to try to stick it in a robot. Like, I believe Kane. that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that. Sure. Like, but as a kid, like the cryogenically frozen body or the head, I was like, no, no. (laughs) It doesn't seem right. Like, it it doesn't seem plausible at all. Like, he died in 1966. Okay. That's why. He died in 1966. There's no way that, like, uh, that there would have been any technology even close to being able, like, nowadays they do freeze heads and they freeze entire bodies yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But I think the first one to do it was like a baseball player in like the 90s. Ted Williams, I believe. Ted Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. He, yeah, Ted Williams had his frozen head. Yeah, and, like. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, like his family fought over his body for I don't know how long, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Ted Williams' head is frozen. Uh, it's not in Cooperstown, but it's somewhere, yeah. you know. Who knows so. where it's at? But like, yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, no, no, I never bought that one. Uh, I, I remember that one, and I can remember um, what's it called? The Taco Bell dog rumor. The Taco Bell dog was run over. Oh yeah, uh, Gidget was uh, Gidget. The Taco yeah. Bell dog is actually a female. Yeah, and if, I, I I think Gidget died like twelve years ago, and they put her down because she was old. Yeah, she had. Uh, I believe she had. Uh, she had cancer. I believe. Did she? she had like, cancer. Yeah. yeah. It was in like two thousand eight uh, or nine, dude. That I remember yeah. that they like put her down, and she was like yeah. the equivalent to like eighty or ninety something in dog years. I believe she was like nine years <laughs> old. Yeah, like she was old as shit already. I was like, yeah. wow. Like, yeah, Chihuahuas don't live too long, but yeah, she was like, she was bull, on the older scale. Bullshit! Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas don't live too long. They're not supposed to, but in the valley, they live as old as our fucking grandparents, bro. Bro, uh, you know what, my... dude? I hate to tell you, man, but that's not the original one, man. The original one died, and they just replaced it. Uh, like the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. There's that one, right? Like that one was a, that one was always a good one, the the Ultimate Warrior one. But yeah, I I, I no, nah, man. My grandma has a Chihuahua, and that fucking bitch is eternal. Like that, that dog's gonna piss on my grave. Like, <laughs> I guarantee you that dog, that dog will live forever. Like it's a big squat and berry. Like yeah, dude. Like I, I, I want so badly to have a good relationship with that dog, but it hates me. <laughs> like she, dude. Like never, like never. They've had that dog. What it, it feels like fifteen years now. Mm-hmm. Like I have no idea. But she's the meanest little sausage bitch that I've. Oh my god. I hate that dog. <laughs> so another one, another one that I really, I really want this to be true, though. I really want this one to be true. Unfortunately, it's not. 
but it's nice to dream. Uh, the uh, hoverboards of Back to the Future Part Two. Oh yeah. So, so there was a rumor that uh, actually Robert Zemeckis uh, started this rumor mm-hmm. that Mattel had actually made a real life hoverboard that mm-hmm. actually worked. Yeah. And the re- and they use it in the movie, but the reason why they didn't uh, mass produce it is because parents groups objected to it because they thought that it was too dangerous. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was never uh, never released. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like, uh, like kids would be talking about it. Like, yeah, they, they have a hoverboard, but they're not going to release it because it's too dangerous or whatever. You know, uh, my, my older cousin told me that. Yeah. And, and like, I remember being so like angry that we <laughs> that, like that the fuck it. But I mean, at the time he was very, cause I think he was 15 mm-hmm. and the, and this was like, man, this must've been 1990. Yeah, so like 1990. Yeah, so like the PMRC was like in full force. If you guys don't know what the PMRC is, it was uh Al Gore's wife Tipper Gore mm-hmm. uh just saw people having fun and she was not okay with it. Yeah. Like this is the truth. And it was the, the only time it was the only time that uh D Snyder and uh John Denver collaborated. <laughs> yeah, and like they they had D. Snyder stand before Congress because they were hoping he was going to embarrass himself, and he's one of yeah. the most eloquently spoken human beings on the planet. Yeah, and just like just fucking congressmen looking at each other like that was a big word. I don't understand what he said. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no. Dude, my they, favorite part of that. My favorite part of that was uh, 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 Mrs. Gore was looking for sadomasochism and 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 stuff in the song, and she found it. Yeah, 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 dude. There's like, I think on one of the the albums from, I want to say it's it's Great White or it's Warrant. And Uh it's called, it's the song's called Ode to Tipper Gore. And like, it's it's literally just three minutes of them cussing on stage. Oh my God. And like, they're the reason if you guys, if anybody out there still buys CDs, um, that little parental advisory sticker, that label you see on the corner of your CDs says parental advisory explicit content. That's because of Tipper Gore and the PMRC. Yeah. Like they're, that, they're, just because of them. I have lost count of how many album covers I've seen that actually have that as their album cover. Yeah. Like it's oh, so God, cliche. It's yeah. so cliche. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, man, like she she's just fucking out to ruin the fun. But like in the 90s, like that early on, you would believe that. That yeah. like there was going to be a hoverboard and like Tipper Gore was like, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Reverend Lovejoy's wife won't somebody think of the children. And a couple years ago, believe it or not, man, uh, Mattel actually released a, uh, a hoverboard replica mm-hmm. uh, that had lights and sounds and everything. Unfortunately, it couldn't hover. It so, still doesn't hover. So, you know, but a company did release something that they call a hoverboard, which doesn't hover. It's just like, it's just a board with a wheel. It's a, it's a, a couple of wheels on it. It's a, it's a sideways skateboard. Yes, I hate it. Like, <laughs> we have the technology. Here's the thing. There is the technology now to make a hoverboard. It yeah. exists. The problem They've is... They've made it. Yeah. The problem is, if they wanted to sell a hoverboard, it would cost as much as a car. Yeah. Like, it would be a $25,000, $30,000 toy. Not like, only that, not only that, but they would have to convert the sidewalks to magnets. Yep. And it won't work. No. <laughs> no. Like it, it'll it'll hover, but you're not gonna you're not gonna hover to the store. 
Yeah, exactly. You'll be be able to hover in place, and if you're lucky, you'll be able to turn left and right. Like (laughs) it'll be it'll be a fun little thing that you can pretend to do. Yeah, like that'll be super fun. But you're not hovering down the street on anything unless you've got like forty, fifty grand in your pants. And it's just not going to happen. Like, they're yeah. not going to convert the streets to magnets. They don't it's even want to clean the water. <laughs> you're, you're asking for a lot, guys. Like, Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water, ladies and gentlemen. Just throwing that out there. Just putting that out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just quick reminder. Yeah. Like, so, uh, um, yeah, man. So we do technically have hoverboards, but they're not hoverboards, man. Like, just let's just let's just put that out there. Another another really, really uh, funny one uh, that I found in my research, and I had never heard this in my childhood. Like, I never heard about this or anything, but this was one of those situations where somebody made up a story just to find out whether or not it would it would catch and it caught. Mm. Um Somebody deliberately started on Snopes, actually. Uh, if you guys have, haven't heard of Snopes, it's one of the best uh, resources for um, debunking myths and, and uh, falsities and fake news and stuff. Uh, they're really, really good at, at, uh, at debunking uh, talking points and stuff. It's a really good website. And they have a, they have a, a place in, on their website where they debunk urban legends and urban myths and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their one of their writers actually decided to see if maybe they could start a rumor, and they started the rumor saying that uh, uh, Mister Ed the horse wasn't a real horse; he was a zebra. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a zebra. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, you guys have never looked at a zebra really close, have you? Like, and, yeah, it's like way different than a horse. But but the thing is that it caught on and people actually believed it. Mm-hmm. Like they, the way he put it on was, uh, yes, the myth is true that the Mister Ed wasn't a horse; he was an actual zebra, and that they painted him. In order, you know, to look like a regular horse because he was easier to train. Yeah. No, <laughs> he wasn't. Let me tell you something. I, I Training a zebra over a horse is like training a wolf over a dog. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible, but it's yeah. not going to be easier. Like, yeah. what the hell is the rider with you guys, dude? I was like, that's no. I remember reading that rumor going. Uh no, he wasn't. <laughs> nope. Like, that's that's a horse. Like I've seen horses like pretty up close, man. Like my uncle had horses. He didn't have no zebras, but I've seen zebras too. It's the <laughs> difference between an alligator and a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, if you don't know the difference, you can't tell, but there's a very noticeable difference. Like <laughs> holy shit, no, it is not a zebra. It is absolutely yeah. not a zebra. Like god damn dude like so uh (laughs) but yeah man like it it just it just shows uh how easy um a a rumor can get started and and gain traction really quick you know but isn't that fascinating though like like hollywood is a world of make-believe and like we still have to make it more make-believey we have to make it more interesting yeah like it's not it's not interesting enough that we know when movies are being made, where they're being made, how they're being made, and who they're being made with. Like now we have to make up stuff about it. Like bizarre. 
Like they pulled the curtains back with DVDs, man. Once we had DVDs and they're like all the behind the scenes shit you can dream of. Yeah. Like just fucking videos of, of fucking Batman sitting down having tea and shit. And like <laughs> it's not enough for us. It's it's not enough. We have to like like no, the horse was a zebra and fucking the kid's stomach exploded. <laughs> We're weird. Like when things are interesting, they're never nothing. There's no such thing as interesting enough, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, so, I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, speak, speaking of interesting, man, there, there's, there's, there's some legends, man, that just freak the ever-loving hell out of me, right? Uh huh. One of them is I don't know if you've ever heard that song, uh, "Love Roller Coaster." Yeah. Have you heard the story about Love Roller Coaster? No. So there is. Uh, if you, I think I, I forgot I forgot who uh, who uh, originally recorded it. It was redone by the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, yeah, for the for uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah um, it was oh, the the Ohio Players. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Ohio Players uh, have a song called "Love Roller Coaster," right? And uh, there's a part in the song where you can hear a woman scream. Mm-hmm. Um, people. The, the 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 writers of the song say yes there is a woman screaming it's it's to you know show that she's on a roller coaster like she's on a roller right. coaster and she's screaming well the album cover that that song comes out on features a uh a naked female sitting on a pane of glass mm-hmm. uh covering herself in honey i think the album's the name of the album is honey yeah his name yeah. Honey. And she's pouring the honey on her on herself. Mm-hmm. The urban legend goes was that she was a model, mm-hmm. and when they were doing the photo shoot, she was there for so long that uh, the honey adhered to her skin uh-huh. and on and onto the table. And when she got up, it ripped the skin off of her legs. I've heard this and story. She, yeah. And yeah. she she lost her career because of it. I thought so, Clive Barker wrote that. <laughs> For real. I thought I was like, are you sure that's not a Clive Barker story? So like, angry and up that sounds like something Clive Barker would come up with. That's right? why. I was like, you sure? So like, is this, angry, not, is it, this is the scene in Candyman. Like, yeah. So angry and upset, she goes over to the uh to the recording studio while they're recording the song Love Roller Coaster. The band's manager uh gets her and in order to get her to shut up he attacks her and he stabs her yeah and the sound of her death of her screaming from being stabbed was kept in the in the in the master yeah you know yeah i remember that so yeah man like it it was it, it it i remember first reading about that and it just like freaking me out like crazy dude that one, that's, what, do you think, what do you think of that, man? That's such a... I, I remember hearing the story about a girl, like, doing a photo shoot with Honey and, like, her skin tore off her legs and shit like that. But, like, like yeah, and that they were recording a song. I didn't know what song it was, but I had, like... I had, God, I'd heard, like, this story before. And I, 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 I remember even at one point, I was like, no... I've read this in a book. Like, <laughs> I've Barker. read this somewhere. I can't remember where, but I know I've read this. And, like, I remember looking for it, but I never found anything on it. But, like, I remember that story. There's some fucking, like, really silly ones out there, man. Like, <laughs> I remember, um, 
the one that I was like, what? Was uh, <laughs> was uh, baking powder? <laughs> J- uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was born a hermaphrodite. Yeah, I heard. I that was one like, too. what? Like, why would anybody make that up? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, it, that's such a like. Even I, dude, I must have been like fifteen when somebody told me that. I even told yeah. the guys like, why would you make something like that up? He's like, I didn't. He's like, I'm for real. I mean, like, that's for real. I'm like, that's not for real. Like, it's I don't... because it's because let's face it, man. As as attractive as Jamie Lee Curtis is, uh, like she has very masculine features. Like she does. I, I guess. Like I don't know. I I always thought she was pretty. I always thought she was. No, hot. no, she she is. Like she really is. But like she does. She does look a lot like her dad. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you that. She looks a yeah. lot like Tony Curtis. Like hardcore yeah. like Tony Curtis. Like. She looks more like Tony Curtis than she does Janet Lee. Yeah, like which I'll, is I'll, which is which is why I mean, that's the thing which, is because Tony is Curtis is so attractive. Is, yeah, like, Tony Curtis is a fuck ugly man though. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I, I always just felt like no, like that one always <laughs> seemed really like I don't I don't I don't I don't believe that. Like, and not that not that that's like weird or anything like that. It's just weird that somebody would like make that up. Like that yeah. feels that one always felt like a Mad Lib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is a uh, hermaphrodite. Yeah, she, she was born with both, with both uh, sexes. You know. Yeah. See how that? See how that feels like a Mad Lib. Yeah. It feels like a Mad Lib. Like I was like that. No, I don't buy it. Like maybe I'm weird, but I just I don't buy it. I know there was like a fuck ton of rumors about like the little rascals too. Oh, like, dude. Those were ones that my mom believed. Like, yeah. Stories like there's some weird ones out there. My favorite one, and uh, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna go ahead and uh, just uh, close out the show with this last one. I wanted to save this one for last because I think this is the mother of all rumors, like the mother of all uh, Hollywood urban legends, mm. and uh, it involves not only the one of the greatest filmmakers that has ever lived, but also the U.S. government and the world, basically. Oh my God, <laughs> I know exactly. Oh my, okay. go ahead. <laughs> Which is that the U.S. government. Uh, uh, hired Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing. Mm-hmm. No, no, that it's it's for real. It's just that Stanley was such a perfectionist. He demanded <laughs> that they film on the actual moon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that yes, was, that is true. <laughs> my all-time favorite, favorite, like I've heard some people say some really, really, really funny shit. About Stanley Kubrick filming the moon landing. Uh-huh. I've heard some really funny shit from a lot of people. But I think the best one was actually from Sir Kubrick himself. Uh, when they told him that, and he goes, people really believe that I faked, I filmed a, the, the moon landing. And what you're seeing, the archival footage, is my work. Like, yeah, I'm so offended that anybody would ever think <laughs> that I would let anything that I would film look like that. Yeah. And I'm like, for real, dude. Like, I'm like, man, you have whoever made that up had heard no stories about Stanley Kubrick. Had no idea who like Stanley Kubrick's there, like, you you know uh, nothing about me or my work. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that's one of those, like, you're a jackass like me. I've got nothing but nice things to say about Stanley Kubrick, but I've never fucking worked with him. Cause the people who work with who've worked with him are like, he was kind of a nightmare. <laughs> like, yeah. He was kind of this inhuman machine slash monster. 
that would just yell at you if you wouldn't do things right. Like, I'm sorry, no. Shelly Duvall. Like, no, absolutely not. Let me tell you fucking freak something right goddamn now. If there's any one of you out there listening to this going, I don't think we really landed on the moon. You're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot to the nth degree. No. I will, no. I, I, I uh, um, like, I appreciate all, all points of view and everything, and, and I will respect your point of view, but there are just some points of view that deserve to be relentlessly mocked and made fun of. Bro. And people who don't believe that we landed on the moon are one of those. We're the most hated country in the world. We're going to get 100,000 people from all over the world who have been trying to land on the moon to agree that we did it? Yeah. yeah. And we're going to keep I think the, the Russians would have called us out. The I think Russians, the Russians would have called us out. They would have gone to war with us for this, Will. Yeah. They, <laughs> they would have shot us if they made it to the moon first and we said, nah, we did it. <laughs> they would have killed us over it, dude. There'd yep. be a lot more dead people right now over <laughs> that. No fucking way, dude. Yeah. No fucking way in hell. No goddamn way. We made it. We're number one. Suck it. Sorry. We got there first. That's the only, there's only two ways about this fucking toast. Okay. Either we did or we did it. We fucking did. To believe otherwise is absurd. I love a good conspiracy, but this one can be disproven with common sense. This is as simple as I have to pee. I'm going to the restroom. We made it to the moon, guys. Sorry. Like we I don't know the moon. <laughs> I don't care what you want to believe. Like nobody is gonna keep that secret this long. Nobody. Uh, Goddamn nobody. nobody. This would be all this would have been national news in 1970 when we got caught. Like, yeah. no fucking way. Because like, when they, the Russians eventually did get to the moon, they, like, our they saw like, they saw everything. Yeah. Yeah. They found all the shit we left behind, and they were like, well, fuck, they made it. Like, <laughs> sorry, we got there for We killed a lot of monkeys and a few people, but we got there, like, whether you want to believe it or not. We landed yeah. on the moon. The Earth is round. John Schaefer's an asshole. These are just <laughs> fucking things in life. These are realities, guys. Like, so it's a reality. Sorry. The thing about it, the thing about it is that there are some, I guess you can call them, uh, uh, things that that uh, lend credence to the whole conspiracy theory because, uh, yes, they they uh, the 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 footage that they released wasn't the original footage, right? Uh, because the footage, believe it or not, was actually shot in HD, mm -hmm. high HD, yeah, like. Yeah. Like they had some of the best cameras that matched uh, the cameras like ten years ago. They're really good, right? Yeah. The thing about it is that they had to compress it and they had to lower the quality for broadcast. Right. Okay. Right. Because TVs back then couldn't handle it, or like, right. like the broadcasting couldn't handle it. So of course, you know, they they fixed it so that the TVs at the time could take it. Yeah. The original footage, the original, original footage, the original tapes, the thing about it is that NASA ran on a budget. 
and they actually took the original archive footage and they recorded over them. Mm -hmm. That's what they that's what they did. That's what TV stations did. That's what every uh, because film was so expensive. Yeah. Or like like stuff like that was so expensive. So they reused footage. Mm-hmm. They reused tapes and they reused that stuff because it was so expensive. They're not trying to hide it, guys. They're not trying to to cover up anything. There's a simple explanation for every single for like fucking yes. Like I was like I was gonna say like, like the yes, shadows on the moon. Yeah, like there's credence for for everything for you to suspect everything. There's also simple explanations and yeah. answers for fucking everything. Let me put let me put this to you in another way. Do you really think that they were gonna let somebody like Stanley Kubrick have access to a camera that wouldn't be readily available for another 40, 50 fucking years and he was just gonna give it back? Yeah. Give me a fucking break. All his movies would have been in HD after that. The yeah. Shining, you would have been able to see through Jack Nicholson. The camera <laughs> would have been so fucking good. No, guys. Absolutely not. Like, there's literally a reasonable explanation for every suspicious thing that you feel about the moon landing. Literally a very, very simple explanation. Like... Mm, mother mm. <laughs> we got you riled up huh <laughs> i don't i i i uh, well like there are some things that I, I just can't handle about people i remember being two years into my relationship with an ex-girlfriend when she told me she doesn't think we landed on the moon and i should have just broken up with her at yeah. that moment like i should have you know what you can do uh, and this is like such an easy experiment. It's not even funny. <clears throat> if you don't believe that we landed on the moon, mm-hmm. get a laser pointer mm-hmm. and shoot it up. Yeah. And and find a way to to uh, to measure the reflection because we have mirrors up there mm-hmm. that NASA uses to measure the distance between the, the Earth and the moon. Mm-hmm. And anybody with a laser pointer can shoot up there and get their own um their own readings yeah. okay if you have a good enough telescope you can look up there and see the moon landing spot mm-hmm. with a good yeah. enough telescope i was gonna say i was like <laughs> brother they've got telescopes that you can order from amazon that you can see the fucking like all the shit we left up there yeah, we left exactly. a big old pile of shit yeah like and you can see it like that's the part that that's the part that irks me the most is like you know you could look up <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, but and no, no matter what kind of explanation you have somebody will always come back and say oh yeah well then that's just uh that's just a projection that's not a real moon that's just a, a, a projection that's fine i've become so like i i just get weird with those people now like when somebody's like, Psh, you believe in the moon landing? I, I always respond with, Psh, you believe in the moon? <laughs> like, what the fuck else can, what can I say at this point? Like, you absurd fuck. Like, I don't know what YouTube video you watch that has driven you to the point to think that, nah, we never made it to the moon. It's not a dome. <laughs> it's not a dome. It's a rock. It's a big round rock. Yes, it's round. And like, I see those are another yeah. set of people. That I can't even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flattery. So guys, just, just go to a tall building and look. 
So guys, if you wanna if you wanna have uh, look up some more uh, of these urban legends and stuff that we've been talking about, check out JK Cinema. Uh, a bunch of their videos are up on YouTube. Uh, they used to have their own website, but uh, the guys stopped making videos, and I don't know what happened to them. But a bunch of his videos are up on there. Um, fucking feet grounded in reality. <laughs> One of my favorite science uh, uh, YouTube channels is a, a YouTube channel named Simon Dan, and he uh, debunks. Simon Dan is cool. Yeah, man, he debunks uh, uh, flat earthers, and he does it in a really funny way, in a really sarcastic British way, and yeah. uh, I really appreciate his videos. <laughs> but yeah, you know, on, on some real, like at this point, the only way to debunk flat earthers is to treat them at the third grade reading level that they're clearly like, yeah, plateaued at. No, I make fun of them relentlessly. I do. I do like, too. Yeah, I, I cannot. I w- I refuse to argue with them. They're the only. I'll argue with you about anything will yeah like i'll fucking argue the i'll argue shades of toast (laughs) like i will like no toast should be a little bit darker than this toast should be more that's why it's called toast you're supposed to toast it i'll have that (laughs) stupid (laughs) argument i will like somebody's like the earth is flat like shut shut up yeah don't talk you want to cut this money or not now shut up (laughs) oh god if anybody deserves to be dangled off a roof (laughs) Jesus Christ. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends that the world is freaking round. <laughs> because it is. It's as round as Michael Keaton is Batman. Actually, Son technically, technically, no, but I got to correct myself, myself there. The world is not round. It's spheroid. Okay, that's that's a correction. It's a spheroid. Oh, it's yeah. not perfectly round. Oh my god. It's more Professor like Hawking. Just tell me in your nerd voice that it's round. It's round. Like it's spheroid. It's round. Spheroid. Happy birthday, Stephen Hawking, by the way. The day that we're recording this is Stephen Hawking's birthday. Is it really? What yeah, a fun yes. coincidence that is. He'd tell you the earth was round too. He'd yeah. tell you the earth is round. He would tell he you. He wrote that. a whole book proving it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it, it's great to be back here on the Movie Know-It-All podcast. Uh, 2021 uh, got off to a rocky start, but I will say this. Uh, I am very optimistic uh, about the upcoming year, and I am very much looking forward to bringing you guys some uh, brand new Movie Know-It-All content. What say you, Bob? Hell yeah, man. I'm excited as hell. What what are we doing this year, man? We got a whole bunch of movies we gotta do. Like a lot of movies. We got we got a bunch of movies that we we are we are not uh 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 lacking in uh in stuff to talk about, man. Next week next week I'm very looking forward to this because this is the kind of movie that I wouldn't normally do, but uh this is Bob's favorite movie, so we're gonna do it. Uh we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about the uh the cult classic that is way better than it deserves to be at all. Uh Josie and the Pussycats. You wanna know something really funny about this movie, Will? What? My my brother's gonna be twenty one in about twenty one days, actually. Oh nice. My bro- my my brother's gonna be twenty one years old. No, I'm sorry, twenty three or twenty years old in twenty three days. Like he's gonna be twenty years old. I was over at my mom's for Christmas. We were just ha- we were having a little dinner outside. Like everybody's social distancing and everything, and my brother's sitting like six feet away from me. I'm like, bro, and he's like, what's up? And I tell my wife, I'm like, watch this. And I'm like, hey, sub, <laughs> do you know who Carson Daly is? And he goes, who? And I'm like, we've 
done it. We've reached <laughs> the point of no Carson Daly. Oh my god! Like the kids have yeah. no idea who Carson fucking Daly is. Weird. And after watching this movie, you will know who Carson fucking Daly. <laughs> dude, talk about a timestamp, dude. Right? Talk about like timestamp, dude. Like if you ever thought about forgetting the '90s, like Carson yeah. fucking Daly. <laughs> And we would dive into that, uh, uh, do a deep dive on the time capsule that is Josie and the Pussycats uh, next week. Until then, I'm Will. I'm Bob. And that, my friend, was the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. Happy 2021. Later. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip hop, rock, and country. Back to my back now, driving down I 35. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to Play My Music at RGVTitanRadio.com. Once more, that's Play My Music at RGVTitanRadio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956.